Welcome to the Sky Now. This is an astrology podcast during which we look at planetary placements, influences, and events. I'm Duncan, and I'm coming to you from my studio, Tarot de Soleil, here in Milan, Montreal, a place where I do astrology and tarot sessions for people live in person and via Zoom for folks out there in the greater world. It is November 6, 2023, and I am back. As I record this, we are three days into Deckhand 3 of Scorpio season 2023. This is a water element scene, so everybody is in their feelings and emotions, and it is a fixed quality water element scene, so people are deep in their feelings and emotions, possibly even at times at the expense of logic and reason. Um, of course, water people are going to thrive in this season. Earth people resonate uh, to the qualities uh, and, uh, of course, are aligned in their need for security. Um Air people, well, you know, it's a little more challenging for us. Uh, of course, air and water are just so very different elements. Um, and uh, I, you know, my elemental make makeup is, you know, an, uh, a, an incredible amount of wa- of air uh, and you know some solid earth and no water whatsoever. Um, it's amazing I've ever been able to be in a relationship, but you know, back in the day there were there were a couple of girlfriends. Um, it's been a busy few weeks since I last did one of these things. Uh, some of you may recall I began a renovation project in my space here in uh, late August. Um, thankfully, the project is now finished and I have the space back in order again. I do not do well in chaos and I'm not good with clutter. <laughs> and so, you know, I, I need, you know, I need a well, uh, a well laid out, well structured terrarium, you know, <laughs> and, uh, and I do not do well particularly, you know, with other people, uh, uh, this is a one-toed terrarium. <laughs> I definitely need to live, live alone. Uh, and so now that my space is back in order, I'm at a point where I can allocate some time for podcasting again. And of course, my uh, first priority is my sessions with the uh, seekers who come to see me for guidance, insight, and understanding. So media postings and, you know, um, whatnot to come second to helping people. For me and my practice, uh, moving forward, I've decided to frame these podcast episodes by solar season. Uh, as a man who practices a craft and observes a spirituality that is nature and season based and that falls under the Northern European pagan umbrella, this feels right. Uh, hundreds of years ago and four hundreds of years ago, my pagan ancestors in Scotland, the British Isles and Northern Europe practiced nature based spirituality and followed a solar calendar based on the movement of the sun and the cycles of the seasons. This spirituality was and is aligned with nature, the elements, the universe energy and the earth they were and are uh, very uh, there are there are <laughs> there were and are uh various spiritual energies and uh, should have another sepeteer <laughs> there were and are sp- various spiritual energies that could and can be tapped into and connected with uh to help people and communities live well and li- and indeed abundantly in the world there was is a spirituality that valued values. Uh, this was, is a spirituality that valued values, integrated and integrates female and ener- male energies equally. Um, I became open to this form of spirituality in early adolescence as I, you know, gained greater awareness of, you know, the, the wars and the torture and the rapes and the terrorism caused by organized religions over history. And, uh, you know, indeed at the present, uh, time that was, you know, would have been back in the early seventies, uh, you know, um, as, uh, these, you know, religions spread their dogma and impose their will on people. 
Uh, the two aggressively expansionist monotheistic religions of the Middle East, Islam and Christianity, have only been dominant in Europe for a relatively short period of time, historically speaking. Uh, the source religion of those two movements is, of course, Judaism, a patriarchal religion ruled by a father god. The lore uh, goes that, you know, the one god of all spoke to a Semitic man named Abraham in the city of Ur, um, a city in lower Mesopotamia, so Iraq, uh, thousands of years ago. This ethereal voice told Adam to leave, to travel west across the desert to the edge of uh, the great sea where God awaited them. This land was Canaan, which became Judea, and then, you know, the various kingdoms of Israel and in ancient history. Essentially, these Semitic people discovered or invented the monotheistic judging God when they got to Canaan, somewhere between, you know, 2000 and 1700 BCE. They founded the Jewish faith there at that time, and then despite persecution over time by various wandering Arab tribes, by the pharaohs of Egypt, by the Roman Empire, etc., etc., etc. Um, the Jewish people have been living there ever since. This God, now this God became even more patriarchal, more judgmental, more harsh, and more punishing as the Christians and then the Muslims came into being and got their hands on the concept. My people, the ancestral pagan people in Europe, suffered horribly at the hands of invasive Christian and Muslim offshoot religions from late 7th century common era onward. Yet despite the murders, the torture, the rapes, the burnings, the indigenous spiritual practice, knowledge and wisdom of ancient Europe survived, passed down from pagan to pagan, from Celt to Celt, and from Norse person to Norse person, from witch to warlock to witch again. Of course, other groups, um, LGBTQ folks come to mind. They also suffered greatly due to persecution by fundamentalist uh, Muslims and Christians and you know, while the liberal democracies of the West have, you know, largely overthrown the shackles of fundamentalism um, and became spaces where, you know, women had actual equal rights and could do, you know, live a, uh, a free life in the world and where LGBTQ people could live freely and enjoy equal rights with others. That's not the case in, in, uh, in the fundamentalist Islamic countries where just, you know, just getting, being gay can get you dead. Of course, simply being a girl who doesn't wear her job correctly uh, can get, you know, her dead in her end at the hands of the quote-unquote morality police. There's two words that should never be together. And in Afghanistan, girls can no longer go to school, uh, school and women cannot have careers anymore, courtesy of the Taliban. Now, we in the West aren't, you know, necessarily better. Uh, we must also remain vigilant against uh, any new tide of religious fundamentalism rising up here that could push us back to medieval times as well. Remember, shockingly, uh, the Trump-appointed Supreme Court judges um, in America managed to revoke Roe Wade. Scorpio season is a deeply transformative time. The energies of the season invite us to dive deep into ourselves, to connect with our authentic self, and to discover our true values. Scorpio season is a time when we are meant to delve deep into the mysteries of life and in life. Reflect now on who you are and on what you believe in. Ask yourself what your true values really are. Ask yourself what you hold sacred. The energies of the Scorpio season compel us to peel back surfix layers and discover deeper truth. Scorpio season has us connecting with spirituality and discovering what resonates most for us. Samhain, the most significant spiritual day for people like me, falls in Scorpio season. 
Emotion, love, and passion run deep in Scorpio season. People become aware of their darker, more intense sign during Scorpio season. The first decan of Scorpio relates certainly to the love and uh, passion uh, uh, areas of, of life more. Decan two Scorpio season is a time for letting the past rest, for cleansing your inner energy space, for purging toxic residue from your spiritual and emotional being. It is a time to cleanse your physical being and a time to clean up your physical life in the world. The sun will be in Decan two of Scorpio until Sunday, November 12th. Decan three uh, will last from the 13th until the 22nd this year. Uh, as a person practicing the form of indigenous spiritual, European pagan spirituality that I practice, I believe in the sanctity of life. I believe in the right to body autonomy, the right to be who you truly are from a sexuality and uh, gender perspective, the right to education for all and the right to a safe home, to uh, sustenance and to medicine for all, and the right of a people to defend themselves from those who would physically attack and destroy them. Or, you know... On the internet, I suppose. <laughs> a lot of that goes on now. Um, I believe all people have the right to safety in their home and in their community, wherever that home and community may exist here in the present. These are spiritual values and conditions that facilitate real and lasting peace. Thoughts and energies from my ritual altar and my magical being go out each day for all those suffering because these basic human needs and rights are being denied them for whatever reason. Um, I believe in living in a manner that honors and preserves the well-being of the earth, the planet that is home to all of us. And thoughts and energies um, go out for my ritual altar and my magical being each day for the healing and well-being of the earth. Beyond intent and energy work in the metaphysical world, we must also be activists out in the physical world. We must speak out in our communities with our voice, with our peaceful actions, and with our votes. Before we move to upcoming planetary in, uh, activity of the new solar season, let's go back to basics. Uh, this is how astrology, this astrology stuff works. The planets are always out there just doing their thing. You have a natal chart. It's a series of gifts and challenges presented to you at birth. What you choose to do with them is up to you. You have agency in your life. Your natal chart is your celestial blueprint. Through understanding it, you can create an operator's manual for yourself. So there's that, and then there's what's up now. That's where the planets are now and what they're doing. Then there's what's up now for you. And we discover that by superimposing the current transits or placements of the planets in the zodiac on your natal chart. This is why I suggest you have your own natal chart in front of you when you listen to this podcast. Moon cycle. Um, this is important information for spell casting for those magically inclined and for day-to-day -day living of all. Um, the moon provides an emotion experience template for us every 28 or so days. Now, um, there was a full moon on Tor in Taurus on October 28th. Uh, so the moon is now waning. We're going to have a new moon in Scorpio, November 13th, at which point the bin, uh, these are, you know, Eastern Standard Times I'm talking and, uh, or now anyway, <laughs> um, and um, the, at which point the moon will begin to wax again. Now the waning phase is good for purging and, and, and banishing energy work. Uh, shadow work, whatever that means to you as a practitioner, is best done uh, in the last days before the new moon when the moon is also dark, almost dark. Um, so for Deccan 3, we've got, uh, we've got the moon moving from Leo um, uh, to Scorpio. Um Take a look at your natal chart, see which planets you have in the signs Leo to 
uh, Scorpio and check the, when the energies of these planets will be activated by uh, lunar transits. Um, now let's see what the inner planets are up to. Well, the sun is at 13 degrees Scorpio today. It will move to 30 degrees Scorpio, of course, over the rest of Scorpio season. It's, you know, it's 30, 30 degrees, of, uh, an astrology sign, and so 10 degrees of Decan. Uh, it's going to move to 20 de- uh, degrees Decan during its transit of Decan 2. Uh, Mercury is at 24 degrees Scorpio now, so in harmony with the sun and will travel to 18 degrees uh, Sagittarius during Scorpio season 2023. Well, things get increasingly spicy between Mercury and the sun. Um, The sun, uh, you know, uh, Mercury rather will reach four degrees Sagittarius during a decan two transit of the sun. Uh, We have Venus at 28 degrees Virgo. Well, earth and water go together. So Samarsh pour maintenant. Um, Meh, it's going to move to a uh, little bilingual in there, folks. Uh, it will move to 15 degrees Libra. That was M-A-I, meh, not meh. Um, uh, uh, M-E-H. Uh, it will move to 15 degrees Libra during the whole season, um, the whole Scorpio season. Now it'll be at 5 degrees Libra when we reach Deccan 3. And so, yes, you know, again, air, water don't work so really, uh, really so well. Um, Libra is maybe more easily integrated to some water signs like, say, Cancer and Pisces. Uh, Scorpio is a tough mix for any air sign. You know, if you're a, if you're a, if you're an air person, don't date a Scorpio and Scorpios, you know, you're real, do yourself a favor and certainly don't date a Gemini or an Aquarius. Um, I have some experience as an Aquarian man with uh, Scorpio women, and uh, I liken it to this, you know, there's a moth and a flame, and, you know, the moth sees the flame, and, oh, this is going to be so intense, it's so different, it's, you know, and and deeply attracted, and then you fly in, and you come out all mangled, and you go, why did I do that, you know, why did I do that, but then, you know, I realized I wasn't being fair to the Scorpio because it's not fair for them either. So now I tell the story this way. There are two moths and a giant flame. And anyway, you can see where that's going. So um, Mars is at 17 degrees Scorpio and will move to 28 degrees Scorpio. Mars will be 22 degrees Scorpio is moved to Decan 3. So Mars stays in alignment with this with the energies of the season. So thank goodness for that. Um... Take a look at your natal chart and see where Libra, Scorpio, and Sag are. Via house rulerships, you're going to be able to see the areas of life that will be affected by the fast-tracking action of the inner planets for you. Um, now, uh, we've got Jupiter out there. Um, it's it's retrograde in Taurus at 10 degrees. Um, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's doing back work now, building, bu- building the you know, the energies for positive results that you'll yield in the spring. Saturn is bringing emotional balance and spiritual discipline and structure at zero degrees Pisces. It's stabilizing emotional reactivism. I I believe that the Saturn transit through Pisces over the next three years is going to really break down um, a lot of dogma and uh, people will be using different frameworks after this, which I think, you know, would be helpful and, you know, have frameworks that are more useful to us um uh in the present um uranus is has us breaking free of the clutches of old comfort zones and uh, inspiring growth and innovation and sparking liberation at 21 degrees taurus um we have um neptune is deepening conscious that's retrograde by the way uh neptune also retrograde is taking us deep into our conscious subconscious and our um emotional past at 25 degrees pisces uh pluto um is forging and facilitating transformation and also you know 
facilitating the uh, clearing away of what no longer um, serves us. Um, at 28 degrees Capricorn, Chiron, the wounded healer, is facilitating healer and transcendence at um, and well-being at 16 degrees uh, Aries retrograde. And Black Moon Lilith is stirring uh, energies of transformation and enabling empowerment at 3 degrees Virgo. Um, powering up in that earth sign of Virgo for folks. North Node is 24 degrees Aries, South Node 24 degrees Libra. So the karmic axis runs, score, uh, you know, uh, uh, Aries to Libra there. Take a look at your natal chart, see where those points are. Things are brewing there. Um, so the sun is... Uh, in Deccan 2 until November 12th, uh, the moon moves into a position with harmony with the sun on November 6th as it transits into Virgo. Uh, it takes on power as it passes um, Black Moon Lilith. Venus and Virgo trines Pluto and Capricorn and Mercury trines Neptune and Pisces to start the week. You know, um, so the Tuesday, Monday, Wednesday energy portal is really great for action and energy work. Um clarity that you that you need to, to take action that uh, is positive and helpful and proactive for you is there now the path is clear you know solutions become apparent uh wednesday venus leaves virgo and enters libra so that can be a good day for engaging um certainly love attraction and creative uh, creativity energies are strong when venus is in libra um However, you know, as Libra and Scorpio don't blend super well, uh, maybe an understatement, uh, the kind of love you attract under this transit may be a little messy, at least until the sun leaves Scorpio and moves into Sagittarius later in the month. Venus is in Libra uh, itself until November, December 4th. Um, so, you know, again, no, negotiations and interactions may take a weird uh, turn as a result of this shift, uh, particularly when the moon vo joins Venus and Libra on Thursday. Thursday, Friday could be a little tricky. And then, of course, we've got the moon moving into, uh, rather Mercury moving into Sag on Friday the 10th as well. So prepare to be surprised. Be open-minded. Consider, you know, various outcomes. Do not assume anything. Be ready to adapt as con as conditions quickly change. Um, the calm of the early week is definitely gone by Friday. Caution against acting out on ill-thought impulse. Uh, uh, Mercury squares Saturn and Pisces as it enters Sagittarius. Um, consequences await the foolhardy and, and those who actually know better but decide to, you know, say screw it and take an edgy risk anyway. Uh, Mercury will transit Sag until December 1st. Mars and Scorpio opposes Uranus in Taurus on Saturday the 11th. And so again, now, you know, it's avoid large crowds on Saturday the 11th. Uh, charge situations. Uh, this is a really, uh, violence erupts easily under these kind of energies. Um, just stay home. Um, take care of yourself and your family. Um, it's a pretty, you know, a volatile weekend, really. Cosmic energies smooth over late Sunday, November 12th, as the moon joins the sun in Scorpio. And that can have a calming effect, effect at least because lunar and solar energies are uh, are aligned and indeed are in the same sign and then we have the sun moving into deccan three of scorpio on november 13th it's going to transit there until the november 21st and i'm going to be back in a few days with a mini report on the astral tides of deccan three for scorpio season um 
I'm not sure if I'm going to do three of these every time or, you know, every solar season or whether I'm just going to do one, but this is what I'm doing this time. Um, that's it for me this week. Uh, I want to thank you all for listening. Uh, I wish you all well. I'm going to be back uh, in a few days with another episode of The Sky Now. Until then, be good to yourself and be good to others. 